Millions of years ago, an evil intergalactic warlord brought thousands of his followers to Earth, where they were brutally slain. Their tormented spirits roam the Earth today, and only one man stands between them and world domination. Tom Cruise returns once again as L. Ron Hubbard in Scientology Operation Thetan. Armed only with his wits and a well-thumbed copy of Dianetics, he must face an enemy he thought he had vanquished. Their goal, to enslave humanity. His goal, to make sure they are stopped. Scientology, Operation Thetan, coming soon. Dear listeners, one and all, to this, the latest in a long line of Staggering Stories podcast. I'm Crumbly. I'm back. Hello. <laughs> right. It's Darren. I'm back. It's been a while. Hello. I'm Adam. I'm Jean. And I am merely Keith. We have no fake Keith tonight. No fake Keith no, tonight. Yeah. Dead. Where is she? Was? No. <laughs> Can you be sure? Yes. <laughs> well, she's in Worthing, which is near enough. Near enough. <laughs> <laughs> she's land of the living dead, but that doesn't well, mean she's yeah, dead. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, any listeners who live in Worthing. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe one or two. <laughs> anyway, without further ado, swatting those pesky Thetans away, it's the news with El Presidente. The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, the US TV series. Do you remember that time when someone in Hollywood thought it was a good idea to cast a rapper as full prefect? Well, grab hold of your towel as Disney is preparing to demolish your world once again, this time turning The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy into a US TV series. The Hollywood Reporter reported this Hollywood scoop. How many times can you get Hollywood Hollywood into the same sentence? Claiming that Disney's Hulu, I'll say it again, Hulu, Hulu, streaming service will play host to the new series, with Disney's ABC signature company involved in the production. Carlton Coose, formerly of such TV series as Lost, Jack Ryan and one of the aborted Lock and Key pilots, plus Wonder Woman scribe Jason Fuchs, are currently beavering away on the project. Without a beneficial infinite impact, probability drive failure, this will be the first such adaptation without Douglas Adams' involvement. Mm-hmm. Will this mean they will stick even more closely to the original? Well, one of them. Or allow them even more leeway to deviate from the various Adams' versions? Will Arthur Dent become an American? Yeah, probably. Will they keep the narration by the book? Mm. How will they explain full Prefect's increasingly obscure name? Mm. Assuming this whole project isn't locked away in a locked filing cabinet in a disused washroom, with a sign saying, beware of the leopard, time <laughs> will tell. I think they'll keep the book because that's an opportunity for them to get a really big, big name who will be happy to do voiceover work. Morgan uh, Freeman. Yeah, yeah. something <laughs> like that. Someone who could then fit it in around yes. who they wouldn't possibly be able to get and for the series. Also, it's a nice exposition point. It is. Yeah. And it worked well for Good Omens recently. Yes. yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I strongly suspect, unless they're going to make it a bit like Good Omens was... UK based I strongly suspect that Ford Prefect will be oh, sorry uh, um, Arthur Dent will become an American yeah. I, I got a nasty feeling it might be transported from instead of Lower Kingswood or wherever mm, it was yeah. to uh, somewhere. somewhere in America somewhere in the Midwest yeah almost yeah. certainly 
I don't know if that's a good or bad thing. It's easy to get tied into the original. Yeah. Mm. And do we want them just to remake the original again? Well, I mean, so how many versions have we had? Maybe it's time to freshen it up. Uh, this, this, I don't this know. Was, that was, to, to my mind, this was the problem with the film. Because we're so used to the recycled radio, TV variation joke. It was joke, in the film. The, uh, mm. When the narrative turned left, when everyone was expecting it to turn right, it... It threw people. It wasn't just narrative. It was lines they'd taken from the originals and they just stopped yeah. halfway through the, the joke or something. Mm, what, what, yeah. what? <laughs> I, I did notice it in the film, actually, yeah. But there again, I mean, the movie, they didn't include scenes that were in the book that weren't actually in the TV series. Yeah, and Doug Adams created new characters yeah. for the film. Mm, yeah. yeah. Even though we all think it can't have been him, surely, but, but apparently mm. it was. I always have concerns when there's remakes and remakes and it starts to drift too away from the original because you wouldn't go and see a painting and then someone does a copy of the mm. Mona Lisa but gives her eyebrows and does another copy of the Mona Lisa and then gives her a smile at what Chinese point yeah, yeah. but at what point <laughs> you, you go to see yeah. that classic you know there's a reason why that picture's good there's a reason why that yeah. book, book it, sells there's a reason why if it deviates that far from the original story so. yeah but it's like the Agatha Christie's the BBC have been redoing based on they've actually changed whole parts of it like who the murderer was and it's not an Agatha Christie you then sit there going well if you wanted to write a murder mystery go and write one Mm, but you've got to keep a lot of the the key elements for it still to be that book or that story before you start to become something that's I'm conflicted so loosely based on it why Mm. have you actually bothered why not go and do something original Mm. completely original To be controversial, and on the flip side of that, we have such things as the Battlestar Galactica remake a couple of years ago, which is far superior than the original, and it's taken it, took it in a completely different direction. Yeah, got good omens, which was a very faithful adaptation. Yeah. It depends on how they adapt. It depends, it depends. Mm. It depends whether they can bring something new to the table that is as interesting Mm. or... Yeah. how much of a flavour they can keep of the original. And they gave the budget to do stuff that they never had back in the BBC, e- even audio. Obviously, audio, you, your budget is unlimited, but it's not really. You still have to be able to evoke those things, yeah. which is difficult in audio, whereas on TV, and you can now do anything with CGI in mm, I mean, the original BBC series, I mean, for its time, was very cutting edge. I think it's well, my favourite version of Hitchhikers. Mm, well, that's now, that's now on Blu-ray, that is now. Yeah. I wouldn't have a problem with them making Arthur Dent American and set it in America. As long as the character of Arthur Dent was still intrinsically the same yeah. kind of character. Well, typical yeah, everyday someone, American. Yeah, yeah, someone everyday American, not a gun-ho kind of like <laughs> macho superhero, someone that's just mm. bumbling through life and gets caught up in mm. the whole melee yeah. and is a bit mm. yeah. the, the bewildered traveller. It doesn't matter what accent he yeah. has. It, it has mm. worked for things like The Office, transporting it yeah. into America. I was never a very I, fan of the American version. I, 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 I personally, I've never been a fan of The Office, period. period. But, oh, yeah. I really liked the original. No, uh, no. But, but that's a different that discussion. Version. <laughs> <laughs> but it'd, be, it'd be interesting to see if it happens. Mm. Yeah, I mean, look at Sherlock. Yeah. Brought up to date, they completely changed it, yet it's mm. still Sherlock Holmes in his own way. If we can continue with the uh, Sherlock theme, there's uh, Elementary. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I must get back to. I didn't quite get into it, but I hear it's quite good for what it mm-hmm. is. But. Yeah, yeah. I'm just trying to imagine Morgan Freeman as the voice of the book. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I can do that quite easily. Yeah. That would work for me. That would work. <laughs> yeah. Thank you for listening. <laughs> I don't know. If, in a way, some way, it feels like should they be doing it? But then also, maybe it'd be quite good. It just depends on how they do it. 
Doctor Who. Oh, yeah. Ooh. New streaming home in the US of A. Ooh. Talking of streaming, Skyfi in the Americas, well, in one country at least, <laughs> HBO streaming service HBO Max is readying itself to squirt Doctor Who down as many tubes as it can. Ooh. You wrote okay. this, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> the deal in question covers New Who series 1 to 11, so Eccleston through to Whitaker's first series. Max streamers wanting to get fresh with Whitaker and series 12 will have to wait until after BBC America screams the upcoming episodes whenever that might be. Hmm. Also included in the deal include BBC programmes as Top Gear, Loofer and The Office. The original one, the best. <laughs> <laughs> the service, whose name is Max, has not yet launched. <laughs> it's expecting to go live sometime in the spring of 2020. Does it have a gold tooth as oh, well? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> His name is Max. Max. What is it with naming sort of TV you know, sort of channels after... You know, you're Dave, Dave now you've got Max. <laughs> Jeff. Mm, Jeff. Is that a scene the other day that um, someone's saying about naming pets with human names like no it's no, wrong I'm no, sorry I don't name pets at the moment people aren't too worried about paying like seven quid for Amazon and five quid for Netflix because it's really just the two of them so that's ten quid a month mm. and if you were thinking about you know getting Sky or Virgin and the movie packages that can work out a bit more when it starts to be this streaming package and that streaming package oh, yeah, and yeah, that streaming fun. package and that streaming package that five ninety nine here and there starts so I wonder what's the saturation point. I don't think it will Find actually be... If it's like a football streaming package and a sci-fi, there's going to be some people that cross over, but that's not yeah. similar. But when you've got two or three that are delivering similar kind of media, yeah. I wonder what General point it's going, going to give... I think we're going to have a scrabble over the next five years, and yeah. there will be a war. CBS, I can't see surviving. Mm. Yeah, all access. I don't yeah, know. It, you're, you're going to have your cash. Got Disney. Disney, yeah. I think will do well because yeah. it's got yeah. Yeah. content. Yeah. Disney's got the money behind it as well. It's got the money, yeah. so it's got Hulu as well. It yeah. owns Hulu. Yeah. yeah, I think it'll um, come down to content or variety. So if you are a single producer, so like if you're Disney and you're only going to take Disney stuff, as long as you've got a, a wide array of shows and they're really popular to survive. But yeah. if you were the something like, yeah. I don't know, but let's say you were ITV and you were going to do the ITV streaming stuff, but you were only going to show ITV stuff, there isn't possibly the wide enough range there. You need to be the terrestrial service well, and be showing BBC ITV. Yeah. yeah. So I think it's going to come down to what, what it is yeah. you're streaming it's, or your popularity. It's about keeping yeah, the good quality originals as well. That's mm. it. That's so it. Netflix yeah. and Amazon do a lot of their originals and keep they their own high-budget stuff. They have come up now. I mean, yeah. when, the when they first started. The, the, yeah, I remember the first time I went on Netflix when it came out and I was just looking through and I was like, this is rubbish. There's like nothing mm. on here to watch. This yeah. any good and stuff. And now you go on there and you're like, there's too much stuff. Stranger Things. Sport for sure. Yeah. 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 Doctor Who. Yeah, yeah, yeah loads of stuff I haven't finished yeah. watching. It's gone up so much in the last mm. year or whatever. See, like, th there's just so much choice in there now. Like, there's yeah, so many it, things when to do. we're in the states, was it three years ago now? Yeah, there's a load of stuff on Netflix when we're in the states. Yeah, that wasn't on here. I, I, yeah, because yeah, uh, while we like, were over I Zombie there, and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, I watched the f entire first season of I Zombie while I was over in the states simply because we didn't have it on Netflix over here at the time. Yeah, mm -hmm. but then a few months after we came back, yeah, it did finally arrive on Netflix UK, and since then it's been mm. building out and building out. Yeah, yeah. So you've got Netflix, we've got Amazon. As you say, we've got BritBox potentially in the US and coming here soon as well. To, uh, CBS All Access, you've got HBO Max. 
Uh, Disney, did I mention Disney? Um, <laughs> See, <laughs> how many, how many are there? Vitbox, I think, will go down well in America and abroad. I don't think Vitbox will necessarily go down well here because mm. a lot of the stuff is stuff that's in current mind and a lot of people are going to sit again why am i paying for seeing stuff that i've already paid through my tv license there there is going to be a period where it's going to become saturated and there'll be too many of them and you will have to pick and choose and that's when it will fall by the way uh, wayside i'll keep netflix because it's got russian doll stranger things yeah i may not go hulu i may not go i might go cbs because they've at least got the star treks there will become a point where you'll pick and choose and then they'll rapidly fall off. That is the thing. Is like, yeah. is it going to get to a point where people just aren't going to want to pay for these things mm, so they'll yeah. go other places where they can watch it yeah. and not have to pay the money? They'll, they'll get it access through it through yeah. other places, yeah. i.e. when it finally filters down to terrestrial channel yeah. or the illegal route. Yeah, and exactly. Well, you just subscribe to one or two at a time and you just mm. binged all your Star Trek. Yeah, then you yeah, switch yeah, to another one. Switch yeah. over to Disney, mm. binge all your Star Wars. It, it, mm. it, it, you could have it yeah. uh, like they had with HBO. They've had, for the final season of Game of Thrones, their subscription went through the roof. As soon as it stopped... It collapsed. Yeah. It collapsed. Yeah. 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 Same thing happened with CBS All Access. Yeah. After STD Season 1 finished, it dropped off a cliff again. Yeah. It will be interesting if that becomes a pattern, if they then continue with the monthly subscription subscription or try and get people to buy into a six month subscription or a 12 month mm, yeah. so that you like like with your phone you are bought into that and if you leave before that you have you to pay a penalty yeah, fee or what have you yeah. well, there's a lot of people without there wouldn't there yeah. a lot yeah. of people wouldn't want to sign up for that but it depends if if one does it and gets away with it then the others might oh, they, jump the others onto it. Jump on the bank. They might try it, but a lot of people won't be prepared to do that. No. Yeah. I think, so. Which is why they're doing multiple series. Like they've got multiple Star Trek series coming yeah. up. So there's always something, something new every week. Yeah. Potentially, yeah. Okay, we have one here. My nemesis. Ooh, oh, your yeah. nemesis. My you nemesis. Have a nemesis. I have a nemesis. Oh, a nemesis. Oh. Batman. Oh. <laughs> Kevin Conroy finally gets some live action. Ooh. For many people, Kevin Conroy is the definitive Batman. Bruce Wayne. <laughs> no, you can't beat the original Adam West. <laughs> having, it wasn't actually portray- original, but- <laughs> yeah. having portrayed the character in more projects and over a longer span of time than anyone else in history. Yeah. The catch is only ever lent his voice to the character in the likes of Batman, the animated series, and Arkham computer games. Yeah. Now Conroy will finally, after 27 <laughs> years of Blimey. playing the bat, <laughs> yeah. give his face to the character. As part of the widely trailed Arrowverse TV crossover event, The Crisis of Infinity Earths, Conroy will play what is believed to be a future version of Bruce Wayne. Another notable face is that of Brando Ralph, who, despite playing the Atom in Legends of Tomorrow, will be slipping his Superman speedos back over his blue tights. That's alongside the Supergirl version of Superman, as played by Tyler... Oh, for crying out loud! Tyler Hoechlin. Thank you. Thank you. Tyler Hoechlin. I do (laughs) apologise. They spring these names on me. (laughs) Adam, did you plan this? (laughs) Will this all descend into confused mess or might DC finally have an Avengers-level event to rival the best of our ball, a bite on the small screen? 
Time will tell. Ooh. Crisis on infinite Earths. Yeah. I can't wait for it. <laughs> I fear it may be a total mess, but uh. maybe it'll be okay. <laughs> maybe it'll be quite good. It's, it's a crossover, but it's also a tribute kind of yeah. from Arrow as well. It's like, mm. it's, I think yeah, when Arrow's I was at LFCC, they said last season of Arrow, there's 10 episodes, and they've said that the crossover is their eighth episode. Okay, so it's like one episode per per series again. I think it might be, yeah. And obviously, so, you've got Catwoman, so I don't know whether it's going to be an episode. Oh, Bat, 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 Batwoman, Batgirl. Bat. Not sure which it is. Batwoman, Bat, I think. Batwoman. Batwoman and Supergirl. Because Batgirl <laughs> is a, another person. It's very confusing. Yeah. <laughs> the other DC children. Yeah. Too many superheroes. Hmm. Oh, well. Any addendums? I have... Two addendums. Two addendums. Two addendums. Lay them on us. My first addendum has been filtered out from uh, San Diego Comic Con Ah. and Star Trek. I think there's a recent Trek Con as well. I can't remember the name of it. Is it all Trek Con? Yeah, it's it's all Star Trek. Um, (laughs) Apparently, there is going to be a single book, well, probably more, but a single book to begin with and a comic relating to Star Trek Picard. Oh, okay. So, set as a prequel. Sort of setting up the events of Star Trek Picard. I'm not sure what the book is, but the comic is going to be called Star Trek Picard Countdown. Countdown. Is that what they did for the... um... Not to be confused with Star Trek Countdown, which was a prequel book for the 2009 films. Yeah, Yeah. the J.J. Abrams. (laughs) (laughs) So that that is out there. Ah. I always worry about that. Does that imply that they haven't written it into the uh, the series itself enough. I'm, uh, Do we I'm, need to read this? Or, I'm not sure. I, I, yeah. no, I don't think you need to read it. Okay. It's just expanding mm. on. Because you didn't need to need, need to read the Star Trek countdown to understand the Abrahams film. No, no. It no. just supplied background, sort of expands the background a little bit more. Which is quite interesting because to my knowledge, there is two, possibly three continuities on Star Trek going. So it would be interesting <laughs> to see which one they're going to choose as canon or are they going to choose something completely All of them, the Crisis on Infinite Federations. Well, well the, the, the book only goes as far as Nemesis. Okay. The uh, comic book and Star Trek Online has taken it up to about 20 years after. Star Trek Nemesis. Oh, right. Mm. So it depends which continuity they're going to go with, or are they going to strake out by themselves? I'm actually be a whole new one. Yep. My uh, second and last addendum, mm-hmm. which I'm a little bit, little bit vaguely annoyed about. Mm. Okay. Yeah, uh, Tom Baker not dead. <laughs> it. The oh, film, right. the horror film, it. I know it's slightly outside our, our Milo, but the, we've got chapter two coming out in a, a couple of months' time. Or yeah, a couple of months' be, time. Yeah. They have computer de-aged the kids. Ah, okay. What? They're using computer graphics to de-age the kids. Seems okay to me. Why not? Well, why? I mean, it's a little bit excessive, unnecessary use for uh, CGI imagery. <laughs> Well, they're only. I, I a couple of years. A couple of years for kids. I, I understand it's yeah. two years. I understand that we're in our teenage. They're, they're in their teenage years. So two years can be an awfully long time. Indeed, and we're talk, but, probably talking about it later with Stranger Things three. But, well. Yeah, but unless they are utilising old footage and new footage in the film, I think it's just pointless. Mm. It's only been two years. They're still young children. Unless you're going to compare them, sort of one scene from the. 
old film. Which she could just refilm new, anyway. New footage. Yeah. To my mind, it's just using CGI for the sake of using CGI. Maybe. Yeah. They didn't de age Michael J. Fox and they did Back to the Future Part 2 at the beginning, that same scene. No, they just used a lot of makeup. <laughs> yeah. yeah it, 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 it doesn't it, spoil it. No, it <laughs> well, that, that's the whole point. There is a certain thing called the willing suspension of disbelief. You don't, I don't go to the Globe Theatre and expect to see the entire Battle of Agincourt played out in front of me. <laughs> Might be able to do it eventually, a bit of, a bit of yeah, holographic. It's, it, yeah, it's, it's a little bit excessive to Maybe. my mind. If they'd been smart, of course, they would have filmed back to back. Yeah. There wouldn't have been a problem. But. Yeah. I mean, the other interesting thing is going to be are they shrinking them as well? Because if any of them had a growth spurt, yeah. they're still going to be a difference between how they look then and now. Or maybe they're de aging younger to how they were in the first film. Possibly, mm, possibly but yeah. again. They're still not going to hide any growth spurts. <laughs> no, but if you need them to be seven rather than whatever they were in the first film. You, you cast younger t- children actors. Or, uh, or you yeah, make bigger you scenery. Need to, then. But, you know, well, it's, it's a case of do we spend several thousands or millions on the CGI de aging or a couple of hundred casting this unknown actor. But every time they recast, it takes a while for the audience to really get it. It's meant to be the same character and it is... Yeah, I, I, bit... I don't think so. I don't think... I don't like the, it when they recast If you're on the ball like and understanding the narrative of the story... If they could make them look younger, I think I'd prefer that. Rather I, than have no. something completely different playing the same character. I, I, I yeah. think it's slightly excessive. I, I yeah. think it depends on the reason why hmm. and to what extent, but it does also potentially open the door to a, abuse isn't the right word it's too strong a word but you know <laughs> abuse in children please no, no but to, to abusive imagery yeah. so yeah mm. you, you you have an actress or an actor and there's a wrinkle here or a wrinkle there so we CGI them completely and start to give such a false impression of what people look like yeah. there's a danger of it becoming uh, overused I remember you know I, mean? I remember seeing that in uh, one of the uh, X-Men movies where they de-aged um, Patrick Stewart yeah. and Saria McAllen they did and they looked like they were wearing very heavy makeup yeah. <laughs> it's, it's alright if it's a momentary thing so you, you know that actor you're watching is 60 and this is what it looks like and they show a flashback to when he was 30 but to do it for a whole film it it actually sometimes looks worse than well, if they I got someone else completely also, I, different to play it. I don't think it's going to be the whole film. I think there are going to be there are adults in it too, so and they're recasting, and there will be yeah they're already recasting, yeah. and there will be flashbacks involving the children. Yeah, as as were, but irritates me. Let's hear it. Yeah, thus endeth the news. Dear listeners, a lot of us have been spending time around the real Keith and fake Keith's abode, mm. <laughs> making ourselves comfy on the overly stuffed yeah, sofa. Yeah, it is now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's got to have more stuffing yet. Yep. <laughs> With overly stuffed cushions, watching Stranger Things. Pulse music. We are now into the third, third season, season yes. which mm. takes place 1985? 85. Summer 85. Back, Back 85. to the future. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, yeah. yes. In and around Independence Day. Mm. Yes. Yep. July the 4th. Starcourt Mall. Mall, sorry. Yes, Mall. yes. Yes. Mm. yes, the beginning of the malls. And initially the repercussions of the death of Central America as, as the, the shops are all closed down because nobody's going to them yes, anymore. Yeah. Main Street to a, yeah, the, high, the high street is dying. Yes. yes. 
Yeah, Main Street, I think they call yes. it the High Street, yeah. but yes. A bit of a ghost town. Mm-hmm. It's all moved yeah. into the new... Well, there's the uh, convenience store that... Uh, Joyce. Yeah, Joyce, yeah. Joyce, yeah. yeah. It works in there. Yeah. That is just surviving, but you mm, notice just it's... Just about, a, yes. Yeah. Um, it starts with magnets. Fridge magnets. Fridge magnets. They demagnetize and fall off of um, off the freezers and fridges and, yeah. and, and well, things. Well, actually, but, start starts mm. over in a different country entirely. Oh, yes, sorry, yes. Or so yes. we're led to believe. Initially, the first couple of episodes we think are in the depths of Siberia. No, so? r- well, yeah. Russia anyway. Yes. Oh. Mm. And they're trying to open up the upside down. Yeah, the gate. Yeah. They have a big machine. Yes. Yeah. Zapping light. The CGI, but... Uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it reminded me a hell of a lot of the engine from Firefly. Yes. Yeah. The, the big spinny. <laughs> yeah, it was a bit like that. Yeah, yeah. a bit more intricate. Which, which fails spectacularly. Killing a few Russians along yeah, the way. Yeah, it sort of ex- virtually explodes, resulting in Russian soldiers who only have a future in gritting paths. <laughs> <laughs> how, how, how comes I got to narrate this? I've got no I idea. Because yeah, yeah. you know the story and the plot. <laughs> well, and uh, the scene with the rats that uh, fake Keith was... a. Uh, ah, yes. Yeah. After the magnets fall off the wall, the rats suddenly become very animated mm. and start acting unusually. Well, they're, they're drawn to this abandoned steel mill. Yes. yes. Not... The abandoned steel, steel mill. mill. Yes, <laughs> the abandoned steel mill. Yes, <laughs> where they meet a rather sort of messy well, fate. Well, yes. first they, they start acting completely abnormally by eating oh, fertilizer, ke- chemicals, fertilizers, mm, yes. and in some cases actually poison. Mm. Uh, they then head to the steel mill and, yeah, that's it. That it promptly explode. Yes. <laughs> uh, in a nutshell, what it is, uh, the mind flayer that we thought was vanquished at the end of season two. Yes. Mm. He wants to get into our world, but he needs flesh in which to inhabit. In, yeah. in season two, he had... Um, well, sort of a sh- very yeah, shadowy... A, a shadow body. Yeah, the only way very nebulous it. form. Yeah. In yeah. season three, he's building himself a meat body. Yes. Yeah, for our realm. Yes. Presumably. Yes. yes. Mm. The un- upside down, it can survive as this gas thing mm. but, this uh, sounds slightly cthulhuish there is well the, the the trouble is it is slightly cthulhuish yes and the trouble is the names we have for these creatures like um, mind the, flayer, the, the, the mind flayer, the demigorgon yeah. and the demidogs are chosen by the kids mm. who play D. Mm. Yes. so yes. the names are D D names yeah or do play D in this season oh, yeah. the one thing i did I saw a few episodes of the first series, and the one thing that impressed me most about this program was its adherence to the time. Oh God, yeah, oh, blonde, the yeah. music, yeah. the imagery, the well, clothes. There was a complaint props. about one. Yeah, track, that I noticed. Yeah, yeah, you noticed one track. Yeah, one song. There's a year ahead of itself. A year yeah. early. It was, mm-hmm. It's meant to be eight. It was meant to be eighty-five because there is one glorious scene where they're hi- where they're hiding out in the cinema and Back to the Future's playing. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there, there was one song that. That apparently was released in 86 not 85 yeah. but me being the pedant that, that i am yes <laughs> yes it was i just died in your arms tonight by cutting crew which released in uh, september 86 but yeah i was I, I say one thing i was very impressed about is the look of what i've seen of it is the look of it is very faithful mm. to that era oh, good grief, yeah. um I haven't got beyond the first couple of episodes of the first series i'm the same I'm but it, five. it did look very interesting yeah. and i'm pleased that 
each season seems to be its own independent theme, but yeah. they're all linked together with this alternative yeah, I think dimension. There's no story yeah, the, the, the first season, I think, was 80, 81. The second season is definitely 82, because it's held during the elections. You get a, a poster. 82, 83, I think? I could be mistaken. I'd say 83 or something like that. 84. 84, The first begins it, yeah. in 83. The second is starting in October 84, okay, and okay. the third season is the late months of 84. Yeah, it's, it's July 85. This season, I don't... Again, I think we've spoiled it quite a bit here, but the... Sure we do? Yeah, the, <laughs> the entity, the Mind Flayer, is definitely on the attack. Oh, blimey. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. It, it, previous seasons, it's tr- just tried to break through and mm, get a yeah. get a, a foothold. Well, it's the Demi-Gorgons that sort of came the, through in the first season. Yeah, Demi-Gorgons yeah. in the first series, the Mind Flayer in the second series, both trying to get a foothold in this reality. And this point, because it's pinpointed its enemies, mm-hmm. it recognises mm-hmm. its enemies, yeah, right. the thing is definitely going on the attack this and, time. Yeah. It's, it's now worth the existence of Eleven. So. Yeah. Yes. Who or what is Eleven? Is that the little girl? That's the yeah. little girl. Yes. Yeah. It's what I loved about the first series is it is very loosely based on actual uh, reality, as in, uh, I forget the name of it, one of the projects in the US oh, the was one... far-seeing. Far and... Yeah, the oh, one yeah. that they, ba- oh, they yes. base the men that stare yeah, at The men that stare at ghosts. ghosts. Oh, Have you yeah. ever seen yeah. the film, it's The Men that stare at ghosts? That, again, is another one. Uh, uh, remote viewing. Re- yeah. they, they're giving people LSD yeah. and trying to get them mm. to remote view what the Ruskies are up to. That's it, yeah. And that's the initial premise for Eleven. Oh, as with the two previous seasons of uh, Stranger Things, there are a lot of laughs out loud moments oh, God. Um, I mean the one that sticks in my mind is they have the preconceived idea that all Russians are tall blonde and um, oh, yeah. athletic of build yeah. and they think they see what they consider to be a Russian spy in the mall with a duffel bag wandering yeah, duffel, around looking yeah, very it. suspicious but he was in fact an aerobics teacher <laughs> I was going to say what do they think Vikings look like <laughs> if they yeah. think that's what Russians well, look the, like the real Russian uh, bad guy is Arnold Schwarzenegger Arnie, yeah. oh, he, they, they found something looked almost exactly like Arnie. Yeah, you, yeah. Can, you can see the, the inspiration. He, he's human, he's Russian, yeah. but you can definitely tell the inspiration for yeah. him is the Terminator. Oh, yeah, An unstoppable force of yeah. nature. Yeah. 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 The reason why I found this uh, series of Stranger Things more watchable is because, okay, you've got the story of the Mind Flayer, the Demigorgons and such, but it's also about the kids growing up. Oh, yeah. yeah hitting puberty, sort of, yeah. sort of discovering girls, getting spots and acne. And, you know, for some of the kids, you definitely get a sense of watershed. They're yes. leaving behind their childhood behind yes. uh, especially uh, Will yes Will is still trying to I get the idea that Will is still trying to cling on he's to his holding childhood. on to his yeah. dear, he's yeah. not willing to let that mm. go yet yeah, yeah. it's only when he smashes up the hideout in the forest yeah yeah, in this certain coming-of-age moments for all of oh, them. Oh, very much so, yeah. Do you know if there's a finite number of episodes for this? I Have they got a premise of... They've got a plan. This, yeah, they've got, got a plan. plan or is originally, this just going? Uh, originally, they had planned for five seasons, what they sold it to on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Season four, I think, has been confirmed. So, mm-hmm. If I did have a complaint about a season, it would be that it did feel like a bit of a holding pattern, story-wise. The end of it 
nothing's really changed too much apart from a couple of characters maybe didn't make it <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but otherwise mind flayer is left he's in pretty much the same position it was in at the end yeah. of last season yeah I, I, nothing I, I, really has there's changed there's a hint of going I, back to its roots where the uh, can, yeah, because um, in the final scene you do see one of the uh, dev, uh, demigorgons appear again yeah to my mind I've got to slightly disagree I concur that the mind flayer the villain is left exactly as he was at the beginning of the season two or the end of season two but to my mind it up the ante the mind flayer has now gone on the attack Mm. it has now become more personal it's coming after them but we get the impression that uh, the mind flayer is just a tool controlled you know from afar by another consciousness so possibly we Mm. don't i don't think the upside down the alternate dimension i don't think that's the home dimension of the demigorgons and the mind flayer i think that has been it was invaded it was invaded because in in the uh, second season we saw it's very much like earth yeah you know buildings automobiles and yeah. such yeah but it's one that has succumbed you know, yeah, to the mind a, flayer. It, is, yeah. it is an alternate reality yeah. it's as uh, yeah. it was when it's a shadow of started. rome because if yeah. the main changes in our reality it did have effects it on, did have an effect it's yeah. very close to our own but yeah. i got a feeling that it's so not cause and effect happened yeah across the place yeah. but i don't necessarily think that this is the original maybe. area of uh, the that could be another complaint maybe is that we don't know any more than we did yeah mm-hmm. The beginning yeah. of the season. If you haven't seen season one and two, it wouldn't make a damn bit of sense. <laughs> I was going to say, could you watch this season without, uh, and it would become I, apparent, uh, or do I, you really you, need to watch? If the you one had a two? basic knowledge of what this, yeah, you know, well, what it was, I don't about. think you have to watch it you would have trouble understanding a few things and you'd have to run to keep up but i think you could step in you could but i don't think you'd get much out of it uh, what yeah. a lot of what you get out of this season is seeing how characters are changing and yeah. the situation they're in and if you don't know them don't like the characters already i don't think you have much uh, well i i think i personally think you'd be able to survive because there is a lot of flashbacks in mm, this season yeah. to the first season you'd follow and, it and, but and i don't think you'd appreciate it as, as much. Say, you, you you may not appreciate it as much no so I it's do better understand. to watch but season one and two. There, yeah, there's a lot of flashbacks in season three where you can go, oh, look how much they've grown. Their little <laughs> there. Just looking at Wikipedia, actually, there's uh, some flashbacks of, of Max and uh, Billy as kids. Yeah. And the young Max is actually played by the looks of it by a younger sister of the girl who plays Max. <laughs> so JC Sink yeah. plays young Max mm-hmm. as opposed to Sadie Sink who plays yeah. Max. Yeah. I assume they're related. Yeah. Yeah, but the scenes in the upside down, you saw those doppelgangers. Oh, uh, yeah. B- yeah, Billy and. Um... Yeah. And so I'm not sure if it was actually in the upside down, yeah, but you had a vision or, or, of. Oh, or maybe it may have been a vision. Yeah, or... you have a vision yeah, but of it was Slade. Set... Yeah. <laughs> and you can always tell when it's an upside down because you've got particular matter in the yes. air we talk about the meat creatures the meat beast mm. uh, a lot of it is is pod people yes mm. is uh, the takeoff of that sort yeah, of invasion of the body snatchers yeah. oh yeah especially yeah. uh mullet man billy yeah yeah <laughs> yeah 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 max's uh, brother mm. yeah. yeah he's quickly uh, oh. pod personed and who can stifle the laughter when you heard the rendition of uh, the never-ending story uh, <laughs> i have been told to inform you all by fake keith mm. whoever thought of the never-ending story sequence is sheer genius <laughs> <laughs> Just for the the humour level, yes. and also, also hilarious and cringy at the same yeah, time. Yeah. I, I also have to point out the uh, Winona Ryder and oh god, who plays Hopper? Oh, David Harbour. Yeah. David Harbour. <laughs> Those two actors' reactions yes. while this is playing. Hopper just looks straight in the camera in despair, while Winona Ryder, uh, Winona Ryder is 
slammed Bang, against the wall, slowly <laughs> sliding down, virtually banging her head against oh, yeah, the wall. More or less, yeah. I'd love to tell you the context of the Nevering story, but I don't want to spoil it for you. Yeah. It's yeah. worth it. Just trust it's me. Worth, it's, 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 it's worth a, waiting for. Is this for. a YouTube thing? Or? You can get it on YouTube, but the actress who plays Eleven has issued really the never-ending challenge. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so there's hashtag never-ending challenge. So if we want to she wasn't this, involved in singing it. Yeah, I, I know, I know. If we want to... If we want to see this this excerpt, where would we see it? Oh, I'm sure it'd be copies on YouTube. Mm, copies yeah. Yeah. You're better off watching in context. In context, mm, yeah. it's, it's far okay. better. Mm. I think it's not until the last episode, is it? Yeah, I think it's the last yeah. episode, yeah. yeah. Speaking of Eleven, one item of continuity with Eleven, I noticed this quite a few times, especially when they're in the mole, is um, whenever she's blindfolded and she goes into the other dimension, astral plane, yeah, yeah. yes. She was seated in front of a chiller cabinet with packets of Eggos. Yeah, yeah, Eggos are a big thing. Definitely in season one. I'd also like to give a shout out to Hopper because (laughs) unlike season two, he got to punch a lot of things. He did. He got punched by a lot of things. He got the living snot kicked out of him. Yeah, Yeah. yeah, but he also kicked the living snot out of. He did. And his uh, Magnum PI look he's he's going for. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Which is quite deliberate because you saw him watching Magnum. Yeah. First so, episode, I think. Was it really? Okay. Fir- first episode. And then the he's there with the Magnum Tash and yeah. the, the silly... Uh, Hawaiian I, shirt. Yeah. I hate to think how many packs of cigarettes does he get through during the filming of an entire season. <laughs> <laughs> and, and we also have gl- another glorious shot of dad bod. <laughs> oh. oh, blimey, yeah. Trooper, someone wait deliberately for the, for the role. Mm. <laughs> mm. Fast <Yeah>. suit. <laughs> That's enough to score your dreams for life, that is. I mean. I'll, I'll have to give it another go. I, I, do, think. I do heartily like the mayor. Give the mayor a quick shout out to oh, oh the mayor, yes, yes, the mayor from Prince's Bride. Yeah, oh, uh, Carrie Elwes. Yeah. 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 Well, do, do you want to feel really old? Because I've just seen how this is the genre that Stranger Things is classified as, which will okay. make at least one, two, three, four of us here feel very, very old. <laughs> mm-hmm. Right. Its genre is science fiction. Yes. Yeah. Right. Sure. Horror. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Period drama. Period <laughs> <laughs> drama. Oh, God. I wow. suppose it is. It, yeah. 85 yeah. is how many years Oh, 34 ago? years. Yeah. Yeah. It only seems like yesterday for us. Yeah, it does. Mm-hmm. Oh. It's not exactly down to them, well, but... Yeah. I mean, this is... So 85 was only four years before I was born. Four years before you were born. <laughs> get out! Get out! I was, only, lot, yeah. I was about their age, just under. I was about yeah. 11 at that point. You get that on a lot of films now when it goes back in time and it's like mm. 1986 or yeah. 1996. You're going, that's not that long ago. Yeah. Actually, that is that is. long ago. Yeah. <laughs> uh, obviously, after watching Stranger Things, I had to uh, watch um, Merry Christmas, Raw Buyers. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The uh, peanut send-up of uh, Stranger Things yeah. or the Stranger Things send-up of Peanuts. One of them. Interesting uh, piece of trivia is the boy who voiced Will Byers in uh, Merry Christmas, Will Byers, mm-hmm. he was actually the voice of Charlie Brown in the Charlie Brown and Snoopy movie. <laughs> oh, really? Okay. Very cool. Yeah, so we're probably another year and a half to now t- yeah. until the next yeah. one, but uh, 88 episodes, it felt like there could have been a bit more in there. If they, they could have crammed in a like, bit more storyline for another three or four episodes. I don't, like- know, I don't know. I, I like the fact that it's a short, sharp bite. Uh, mm, yeah. I, I can and have watched it all in one night. <laughs> really? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Admittedly, I didn't get to bed about two until about two o'clock in the morning. Oh, yeah. but, uh, it's far more dignified having sort of uh, cheese and sort of crackers with it. Eh? <laughs> 
And where it leaves things off, well, oh. interesting how it... I have a few theories. I do have a few theories. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're missing characters. Of yes. People have moved away. Yeah. And... Again, this yeah. is another reason why yeah. I think they've upped the ante, because the, the group has been shattered. Yes. There, there has been a parting of the ways, but for how long? I mean, indeed, indeed. And yeah, there's a character who's meant to be dead, who I don't believe is dead at all. Mm. <laughs> we don't see him perish. I love that this has basically turned into one of those conversations where some people have seen it, some haven't. <laughs> So the people that have seen it are, trying, are talking about it to each other. They know what they're talking about. The other two don't have any idea what they're Which talking about. Which is really good for a yeah. podcast review. Yeah. Trying to explain things by it's, not telling you anything. It's, it's like, yeah. it's this really good bit. You know the bit? Well, yeah. that's the yeah. bit yeah. we were that's talking about. That's they need to understand. Yeah. <laughs> I was doing yeah, this so much end. after it's in Endgame, like in cinemas, and talking to people about it. And you could talk about certain scenes and they'd know what you're on about, but then other people would be like, huh? Yeah, so I mean, obviously we're strong of things there were quite a few uh, gr- gross out scenes in it oh yeah it's getting a bit Cronenbergish uh, well yeah I mean the uh, scene in the hospital where the uh, mine the mine flyer sort of you know, goes down the drain and yet there were a few bits of it left behind because no, of bones yes. yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh is this wouldn't happen to be a homage to the thing because I mean yeah. a lot of it does seem to be Spielberg yeah. and Stephen King and that kind mm. of yeah, like yeah, horror yeah. generation that was yeah. at that time oh yeah definitely taking inspiration for mm. that sort of thing Mm, but watch it. It's on Netflix, so watch definitely, it. Mm. Definitely watch good. it. I don't I think thought... it's, it's not my favourite of the three seasons, but it's still good stuff. Yeah, all three seasons are up there. It has the Dunn seal of approval. And the Crombie seal of approval. Dear listeners, we've all, we've all been watching a Blu-ray. We've all wobbled. <laughs> or if you're me, out. watching a DVD. Aww. Mm, I know, I'm impoverished. <laughs> I only watch it on DVD, I don't have the Blu-ray either. No, I watched mm. it on Blu-ray. I've watched it on Blu-ray. I don't have the Blu-ray. I, I jumped in my time and back in time and watched it on TV. <laughs> <laughs> what have you been watching? Genesis of, of the Daleks. I was exactly 10 years old and one week when Ooh. this came out. <laughs> I was 11. One year old. Just under, actually. Just under a year old. Eighth We're going to ignore you. Oh, you're I not wasn't t- here. No, you're not t- I wasn't that. here. <laughs> Didn't exist. And it's part of that era where I'm starting to... Re- Have dirty part- thoughts. Yeah, dirty thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> part of that era where I'm starting to actually remember them as whole stories yeah. rather than as... It's- bits and scenes mm, yeah. and that kind oh, of yeah, stuff. Yeah. Do we actually need to do a story <laughs> review of this one? <laughs> well, what's for the time there were Daleks? Well, let's go. We've seen the Daleks and we've seen the Thals, and this yeah. basically takes us... It's a prequel. Point, it's a prequel. Mm-hmm. It yeah. takes us to, to the that, Daleks. that moment in time when Davros is about to create his Mark III travel machines, mm. otherwise known as the Daleks. Daleks. The Time Lords have seen the implications of the creation of the Daleks. It's taken them blooming long enough, but mm. they finally get round to it and said, go, Sully Fulf, and stop it from happening. <laughs> Fix the mess you made, Doctor. Yeah. <laughs> It has been retconned into the actual first shot 
of the time war. Yes. Yeah, and you can see why, yes. yeah. yeah. Mm. Time war's literally using time travel to try to avert the Daleks' yeah. creation. Yeah, but well. there again, in this episode, we do see the Khaleds as they originally were. Mm. Yeah, this is the story yeah. where you see basically the, the end of the Khaleds. Who I think the first time they've mentioned, isn't it, this yeah, story? It's the yeah, first so time the Daleks have been around. Yeah. It's where you see them as humans, and yes. this is about it. You're never going to see mm. them as human beings again. Oh, no. I you think s- previously in the Dead Planet, they were the Dals, yeah. D-A-L. Oh, right, you right. see the creation of the Daleks, and to an extent you see why the Thals become the Thals as well. You see the evolution. Mm. To my mind, this is one of the iconic groupings. It's got Sarah Jane, it's got Harry, <laughs> it's got the fourth doctor. <laughs> Harry the imbecile. It's, it's a perfect story in terms of that, you know. Yeah, it's a strong season, and it's yeah. uh, mm. quite a long story, six parts. So, six yeah. parts. Again, from this time period in my memory, they're all four parts, yeah. but obviously not. No, they're, they're not. Yeah. Not quite, although I think most are. Yeah. I think this I think they've managed to trim them down, and, and the six-parter was a uh, hangover from the previous... Hangover from the Pertwee era. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. From, 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 the, the, from the previous administration. Mm. Yes, and this was very much created by the previous administration, is in uh, Baronets and yeah, Terrence, Terrence Dicks. Mm. Yeah. They're the ones Commission this story. Yeah. <laughs> How yeah. does it smell? Terrible. Uh, <laughs> it's quite quite interesting because I watched the behind the scenes of this one as well. Yeah. And you have interviews with Barry Letts and Terence Dix as well as Philip Hinchcliffe. Yeah. And notes from uh, Robert Holmes. Robert Holmes, yeah, yeah. Also. And it, it's quite interesting the dichotomy because you got uh, Newman and Dix saying how wonderful the season is. They set it up perfectly. They brought back these tried and tested old monsters as Sidemen that are. And then on the flip side, you've got Hinchcliffe and Holmes saying how they felt lumbered with these old cranky stories. Yeah, they old to cranky... do new things rather yeah, than bring back... they wanted to go fresh, new in a... Complete... And you can see that's exactly what happened because after this point, Sidemen are done until, yeah. well, 81, Earth, Earthshock. is it? Earthshock, yeah. Pretty much uh, so. Yeah. long time. And the Daleks also don't return for years. Yeah. One of the interesting things with this series, or the story, is it has become one of the iconic Doctor Who stories. Well, it was voted the uh, yeah, most... But... Yeah. The, first, the yeah. first episode premiered with 10.7 million people watching it. Daleks in the name. It <laughs> then dropped to 8.5 and finished at 9.1. So the viewing figures went down rather than up. That's to be expected. I think Dalek story is a big thing. You always get more people watching mm-hmm. the first episode of a yeah. Dalek story, I think. Which is always makes it a bit of a shame that they don't show the Daleks till the very last scene. Yeah. But Almost every time. It's, it's uh, a tradition, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's a Terry thing. Yeah. We, they know the Daleks are coming, the Daleks are in the title, the, but every single time the f- cliffhanger for the first episode is, there's a Dalek! Mm. Yes, Pretty much. Almost. So, yeah. If you want to see the Daleks, don't bother watching episode one. Yeah. <laughs> Come to episode two. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's probably even worse here because they, they don't really do much. Well, it, it struck me... I think watching it the first time and certainly struck me re-watching it recently is it, it's not really a Dalek story no, it's a really. Davros story Davros story yeah mm-hmm. the first of many yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah well after the popularity of Davros I think Nath- Nation changed the contract so from then on whenever the Daleks appeared Davros had to be mm. appeared so he could get more money yeah one thing I noticed straight away was the actor Guy Siner <laughs> oh, yeah. setting the scene <laughs> for a character or a variation thereof 
who would be playing for about 15 years. In ge- yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 I saw him. Yeah, he plays a ranking officer in a militaristic society in yeah. Genesis of the Daleks. He plays a ranking officer, albeit a rather camp one. Yeah. It, it is not a coincidence that the hierarchy is very much yeah. Nazi-based. Yeah. Um, so blatantly Nazi. It's so, but, but I think for a, a generation now watching it back, they wouldn't necessarily twig how much the Second World War was still very influential mm. in the psyche of the nation, etc. Oh, yeah. Even 30 years on. You know, yeah. and yeah. to an extent, it, it wasn't an accident that basically this is Adolf Hitler and mm. his inner retinue of advisors, yeah, basically. Yeah, it, it, it's still very fresh because my dad was drafted. He missed the war by six months. Yeah. So he would, he was conscripted, drafted up, did his naval training, yeah. and by the time he was aboard a boat, the war had ended. Yeah. Mm. Most of the parents watching this yeah. with their kids are going to have gone through the war either as a combatant yeah. or as mm. growing up yeah. themselves. Yeah, they probably would have grown up. Grown I mean, up the comparisons time, yeah. you can draw between uh, the Carleds and uh, Nazi Germany was, mm. right, right, there's the uniforms, the whole military <laughs> yeah, sort of structure of the uh, hierarchy, yeah, the, the, and the, the uh, Hoppers. Yeah. Well, even the and, sign uh, is almost the SS sign. Yeah. And yeah. the um, yeah, experiments in eugenics. Oh, yeah. I, I'd like to point out there is another Alo connection. I believe one of the fowls who uh, was at the top of the rocket is General von Klinkerhofen. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> I think so. I, could, I could be mistaken. I am willing to admit that, but I'm sure he looked familiar. Yeah. yeah. Guy Sign also was in um, the series which Lolo is based on Secret Army. Secret, Secret Army. Army. Yeah. He was in that before he was in the Lolo. <laughs> Playing a Nazi officer yeah. again. Yeah, and he was in um, well, Babylon 5. Was he a member of the religious cast, wasn't it? Yeah, I think so. He's only in B5. Mm-hmm. He's in yeah. B5. He's also the port master on uh, Black Pearl, Pirate of the Caribbean. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? He's done a Star Trek oh, too. Yeah. He's one he, of those he was he was um, one of the captains, not one of these the security officers' dad, I think. So he's one of those few people who's done Babylon Five, Doc Two, and Star Trek. Mm-hmm. Yeah, blimey. Yeah. Getting back to Genesis. Sorry. <laughs> we digress. This slightly. is this is <laughs> one of those stories that's a bit unusin that the TARDIS isn't in it yeah. at all. No, no. Yeah, they have a time ring. She yeah. doesn't feature at the beginning. She doesn't feature at the end. She's not their escape pod. They can't go to her for any supplies or anything else. They are literally marooned alone with their wits. And their MacGuffin it's, is lost. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, a, it's almost a middling story of a, a four-story four arc. Mm. It starts with uh, Ark in Space, mm. Suntaran Experiment, Genesis of the Daleks, mm. uh, Revenge of the Cybermen. That's you because the, sort of uh, arc yeah, the Nerva Beacon was mentioned yeah. at the start yeah. of it. Yeah. Yeah. That's where they're meant to be going, but yeah. they're intercepted yeah. by, yeah. by the by Time Lord, who seemed to be a jester in mourning. I'm not quite sure. No. <laughs> Actually, he's based on black and white film Death and and a Night playing chess. Yeah, playing chess. I can't remember the name of it. Another one you mean? Uh, Yeah, yeah. If you look at Death, Death is dressed exactly the same way as this Time Lord is, with the big collar. He reminded me of the Black Guardian. Yeah. Yeah. This story also. There are elements. This one, in some extent, of them getting caught in prison, escaping, getting caught in prison. Mm. Yeah. There's a a reminiscence of um, Frontierian space coming in here. Just watch. He could easily been a four-parter. And it could have easily been a four-parter. 
but it also gave us that most famous and iconic scene. Oh, if I doctor, had... Yeah. Oh, oh, I, think, I, think, I think personally, I'd, I'd, I would yeah. love to know who actually wrote this, whether it was actually Terry Nation or Terence Dix, mm-hmm. as in... Or Bob Holmes. Or, or yeah. Robert, I, uh, Bob Holmes. No, I'm sorry, I'd, no disrespect to Terry Nation. I don't think it would no, have been Terry because, Nation. Because you've got, the, you got the two Holmes. scenes, mm. the holding my hand, the capsule yes. scene, yeah, yeah. and you've also got the doctor with the two wires. Yes. Those are two beautifully iconic, oh. wonderful things. I know, he, he was impaled on the horns of a dilemma. Yeah. He really but they're was. Also, yeah. they're actually, they are the same scene, but taken from the two different perspectives. Yeah, it, they're yeah. both the scenes yeah. where the lead person has yeah. that ultimate power yeah. to destroy would an entire... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Would they do it? One, hypothetically, yes. The other one actually has that power in their hands. It's their, their yeah. motivation. No. Yeah. But he does. Exactly, it, well, yeah. When he doesn't think about it, he does. Because yeah. the dialogue's coming. The whole and then says, oh, it doesn't actually matter. It's only delayed it just a delays them for a So why did you agonise over the question a couple of episodes ago? Yeah, but there again, sort of genocide is not something to be taken lightly so yeah but if it's not going to kill them it's just going to delay them mm. was it ever genocide mm. well maybe it was genocide yeah. if he did it properly but because it ran over it and only did it partially <laughs> I don't know <laughs> I, for me I remember like most presently like relating to genocide when the doctor has to go it's his daughter of a genocide yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. after but, killing vervoids and what have you mm, but then yeah. <laughs> given the fact that you've got a full face mask makeup just and, the lips and the makeup Back then, the techniques were not as advanced as they oh, are now. Crude, you yeah, you yeah. couldn't get wasn't mobile at all. now no. then. But even given that this is basically a pull-on latex mask, it was very, mm, very, very well done. It does still stand up quite well um, too bad. to intensity. I mean, yes, there's points of it that now we would be looking at moving. But yeah. for, for the time, and it's actually become quite an iconic image, so to speak, I love this story, but it became the story that was rerun and rerun oh, and yeah. rerun and rerun. Well, it was all became same with the Dalek stories in general. Yeah. Up to this point, they all been well, not all of them, a lot of them been quite same. Like last time we mentioned, Plans of the Daleks was basically a rehash of the Daleks. Yeah. At least here is something fresh and new from yeah. Terry Nation, which again, is pretty rare. As, as <laughs> again, watching the behind the scenes footage, uh, you had Bob Baker, uh, not Bob Baker, yeah, Bob Baker, no, his canine guy, uh, Bob Holmes. Uh, so, no. Bob, not Bob Holmes, Terence mm. Dix and... Barry Letts. Barry Letts. Mm. They said, about time we had a new uh, Dalek story. OK, I'll go see him. He uh, Nation wrote out a story, sold it to them. What do they think? Well, actually, it's the story you sold us the last time <laughs> and the story you <laughs> yeah, sold us yeah. the time before mm. that. And they yeah. sat him down and went through all the bullet points. They get a bomb here, they get a bomb here. In this latest story, you've got a bomb. Yeah. They get captured. So it, yeah. they forced him to sort of sit down and rethink... Yes, there's still a lot of his standard tropes in there, yeah. but he did yeah. attempt something. I can only assume they didn't have enough time on the planet of Daleks yeah. to do that. Yeah, the Dalek stories did become quite formulaic. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, to some extent, that's why I like a lot of the new Dalek stories because each of them is quite different to the last. I mean, new Dalek yeah. is different to Doomsday. Doomsday, Dalek is different. Was, yeah, very much a breath of fresh air. Yeah, yeah, it was. 
there were, there are not two episodes that I watch and I go, oh, yeah, I really like that. And then X amount of months, I forget about them. There are some that I would watch only because we have to watch it for the. Hold the name on, hold the name on. And there's some that I would Northern be throwing Northern. into my life pod capsule that I would know I watch mm. again. This Genesis of the Daleks is one of those that is continuously in that top twenty okay. Doctor yep. Who stories for me, and it's one of the stories where. Anyone in New Who who hasn't seen Classic, it's one of the ones I would direct them to watch because although it is quite long and yeah. it's fast enough paced to keep the interest whilst being introduced to that episodic idea, but it also, so much of it is grounded in the history of the show they're watching now yeah. that there's that to capture it as well. That, oh, that's where the Daleks came from. Yeah. That's what it was, you know, yeah. there's that yeah, side yeah. of it. It's an important story, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. the yeah. lore of Doctor Who. And as I said myself, I watched it in three episodes batches. One, Me too. Mm. Yeah, three yeah. episodes on Sunday, three episodes when yep. I got in tonight. I've done it. I wouldn't want to do all six from Thursday. I've watched it over a week. I've watched it one episode a night over a week and thoroughly enjoyed it. And I have watched it all in one I'd like also to, while we've still got time, to take a point out for for Nida. Oh, yeah. I love love the character, but it occurred to me watching it this time, he's channeling Sheldon from Big Bang Theory. (laughs) Sure, it's going to be the other way around. (laughs) But does Sheldon carry a black dildo everywhere? (laughs) A wobbly one. Yeah, Yeah, I wonder what that was. What was that? It's a Yeah, sure it was. I do love the fact that he only ever seemed to emote when he was buddying up to uh, Garmin about yeah. the, oh, uh, yeah. the rev- when he was trying to get information. Yeah. That's the only time you saw- actually saw him smile. Yeah. yeah. Right. Well, I like the bit where they got to go into the safe. Open the safe. You had the combination. I don't know the combination. The safe is six yeah. foot up in the air <laughs> on the wall. No, yeah. no, Davos has a lifting chair. <laughs> <laughs> well, he, he floats in later yeah. episodes. Yeah, so. but he hasn't developed it at that point. All right. <laughs> and the Doctor empties his pockets. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 The etheric beam locator. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Master, we need that later. Yep. <laughs> it, it is a good story, it's though. Quite a good story. I do have nitpicks about various bits of it. Come on, pick your nits. Oh, go on then. Where should we start? Uh, <laughs> Come on. Sarah, or should we say Sarah J nowadays, dodging the clams. Is that laughable or what? Yeah. 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 That one, though, is definitely a homage back to the. Daleks. Maybe. For them going through all Mm, the pipes and that kind of stuff. The two cities appear to be no more than two miles apart. (laughs) Presumably it can't have started that way. (laughs) I don't know what happened. It's convenient because, well, you see, the technology is slowing going down. So eventually they'll just be standing, leaning out the window, throwing rocks at each other. That's why you need the cities close. Shouting abuse at each other. (laughs) Big rockets to to go. Got to go all the way up and then go all the way back down pressure where it began. I should say, this map is not to <laughs> why the Daleks got slats? Yeah. Like, it was shame. Yeah. I can see why from a production point of view. But it would be nice if they'd taken the Original. Dalek props and done something to make it look a little more primitive. Yeah. To have it them look off. like they looked in the last story, yeah. which isn't chronologically how oh, they should look. Oh, don't ever try and put Daleks in chronological <laughs> order by design. You, you will just basically end in a corner with well, Not quite bad as Sidemen, probably. But, uh, no, I can understand yeah. where you're coming from. And yeah, I think there is actually somebody has done a YouTube video out there where they've CGI'd an original Dalek on the, the open first time you see him. Yeah, which it should be at least be that. I would like mm. to be even more primitive, frankly, yeah. but yeah. 
Maybe you can explain it away. They back then they had the slats. They got rid of them because they put in well, their well, static flooring after and, the fact. And, and also they they damaged the incubation area through the explosion at the end. You see, yeah, yeah, that set them back. Yeah, a thousand years. <laughs> Why would that set them back a thousand years? That's a long time. It's a lot of no. tech. A thousand years, really? Not 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 five years. A thousand years. <laughs> he was exaggerating slightly. This is the, the fourth doctor. You know, he meant a thousand minutes. Now that does. Arouse. Think yeah. tie in somewhat with the Daleks. You get the feeling there's a big gap. Yeah. It could well be a thousand year gap between yeah. this and the Daleks. The mm. first. Well, it's it's been long enough for the Thals to turn full. Yeah, they've all gone full circle. properly blonde and, and beautiful and yeah. and, and lost all their tech. And they've mm. also turned into a, an agricultural society of yeah. hunter gatherers yeah. rather than to be. So that's going to take at least a few generations, a few hundred years, a thousand years. I can quite believe. Yeah, and also I'd like to point out that Davos got it. Right. What's that? The Kaled mutant is meant to be the ultimate form of the Daleks mutate of the Kaled mutation. Yeah, he's forgetting to take into natural selection. If it yeah. can't survive without the, the shell, the, the shell, yeah. then it wouldn't propagate. It no, would die I, out. I sort of understand it in the way that in our future we may be entirely dependent upon technology to survive. Pick that. Yeah, but maybe but, maybe it's possible. It's not natural selection. Right, it's it's artificial selection. selection. Mm. Yeah, yeah but know. then if if it's that's its natural form, if the radiation got to a certain level and it basically ended up being an amoeba in a superior society, yes, that would be its its end form. So what he's done is he's taken what the end form will be and found a way to keep its level of consciousness and still be able to actually have a role within society, she yeah. says, in the nicest possible way. <laughs> but but it has been mentioned that the mutant can't survive for long periods outside the shell. Mm. Yeah. But it could so if it's it, a life support it, system. It's so a life support not... system, but if it wasn't in that shell, if it was an environment that would exist when it had reached that mutation, it'd be fine. Ah, but it didn't because it is mutated I know. in He's the... jumping it round and moving forward. <laughs> Wait, wrong. He got it wrong. Yeah, yeah, I'd say so. It's Sorry. called a plot device. <laughs> I'm not denying a plot device, yeah. I'm just pointing out that he yeah. was mistaken. We should also mention Sarah's fall from Grace. Oh, that. Climbing up the ship. One of the most uh, Flash Gordon of uh, Cliffhanger's <laughs> yeah. Doctors yeah. ever done. Yeah. They did do that a lot, though, in this this mm. kind of era, that how it ended didn't exactly tie up with how it started. How it started <laughs> so yeah. I think the only person who had a video recorder in that area was Bob Monkhouse. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's some yeah. bits like that yeah. in Deadly Assassin, where the end of the episode and then the beginning of the next episode don't actually quite, quite match. match up. Yeah, but yeah. but yeah, as you say, you didn't see, you saw it. What you saw it once go out, and that was it. And you had to hold that she's ending falling for six hundreds days. of feet, and suddenly, you no, know, no, she's <laughs> she's just down on the next level. Yeah, yeah. and maybe it explains her vertigo. She she gets by the time of the five doctors. I don't know. Yeah, she doesn't seem to have any at this point. No, not at that point. <laughs> no, falling off a massive crane on <laughs> top of a bomb will give you a tight touch of, yeah. and it's not she, vertigo. Vertigo, something clams, different. <laughs> yeah, but there again, dare I mention the slope of moderate inconvenience? Yeah. <laughs> the constant yeah. tripping down of that. Yeah. And I wasn't entirely sure of Davis's rank. He was supreme leader, but was he? No, he was but then there's the council as well. He was a chief scientist. He was yeah. a supreme leader of the scientific corps. Okay, in the bunker. So he, he wasn't. He wasn't, he wasn't in charge Hitler. of God. No, no, no. As such. No, there was some kind of. He's he more. Was he was more Mengele. Yeah, mm, he was yeah. Hitler in his own empire, 
but he yeah. wasn't in charge of the entire populace. So, yeah, they had their own bunker outside, yeah. which is why they was happy to have the, the dome destroyed yeah. if they weren't in it. Yeah. yeah. The chemical warfare branch of the Carlings, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. to speak. It's almost like a top secret, but top secret everyone knows about, based oh, yeah. separate mm-hmm. from the yeah. government and that kind of stuff, which is probably why it's not near the hub of everything else, because you're not going to put your mad scientists who are making evil things right <laughs> next door to your town. Put it near Doctor the Strange enemy's town. Yeah. <laughs> Talking of evil geniuses, the Doctor and Harry get very handy in this story, don't they? they they're beating up guards, yes. they're, they're stripping and naked. Oh, Harry's always up for fight half the time. <laughs> and then Sarah decides to change her clothes halfway through. Oh, she happens to find... Yeah. A new set of clothes which fits perfectly. I did notice that. No, it's a good one. I'm not generally a fan of Dalek stories, and in many ways, this isn't no, a Dalek story. This isn't story. a Dalek story. Daleks tend to be very one note. Yes. Whereas this is a, an interesting a story which uses Daleks. Yeah, it's, it's the Dalek story that's not really Dalek y. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Out of curiosity, Alexa, where is she? Over there. What is a Dalek? Sorry, I don't know that. <gasps> I'm educated. I think you machinery. talked too much between saying. Yeah, probably. Alexa, what is a Dalek? Dalek is usually defined as alternative letter case form of Dalek. Other customers have also asked, "What is a Cyberman?" Would you like to know the answer? Yes. Cyberman is usually <laughs> defined as a human intertwined with electronic components. Often implies the result is more electronic than biological. So she knows what Cyberman is, but can't tell you what a Dalek is. <laughs> what kind of education does AI have these days? So if you if you are a new who, I hate that word new who. It's not new I anymore. I really hate it because it makes it sound like it's new and it's not anymore. If you are a more recent viewer of Doctor Who. Modern who? No, just more recent because, okay. you know, yeah. you might have started 10 years ago or some stuff and yeah. haven't seen some of the older stories. This is a good one to watch as an introduction to where the Daleks come from and the older style of Doctor Who. Production values aren't too bad for the time. Lighting's quite good, but don't try to binge the entire thing in one no, day. No, no, <laughs> yeah, no. I, no. My, my last point is after watching uh, Modern Who, New Era, whatever you like to call it, trying to now to get used to silent Daleks. Planet of the Daleks last uh, podcast, mm. uh, Genesis of the Daleks this one. I've got used to the fact that they make an electronic whine wherever they move. Mm. Yeah. They yeah. didn't mm. in Classic Who, they no. were just silent. I quite like the new Who ones. I, yeah, I when, like... the, when the dome moves yeah. around, you, you hear it. Yeah. yeah, it feels a bit more yeah, substantial. Yeah, but they can't yeah. sneak up on you. <laughs> <laughs> they can't turn it off. Like the side man can, can turn off their leg noise. <laughs> Maybe it's like a Nissan Leaf or something like that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. the old Leaf had a little button to turn off the, uh, the pedestrian warning to mow people down. It was good. And on that note... <laughs> <laughs> so, dear listeners, if you have any opinions on Dalek stories, old and new, please let us know at show... At... Staggering... Stories... Dot... Net... Woohoo! Woo. Dear listeners, we have feedback. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And thank you. We we have a piece of feedback here from the solicitors, Stratton and Bates, solicitors at law. We're doomed. Hang on, hang on. Is that law or is that Sylvester Stallone? Law! It's just law. law. Okay. And it says, dear staggerers, I am writing on behalf of our client, Mr. H. O. P. 
Pertwee. Regarding oh, some troubling matters arising from your last podcast, number 320. Oh. I think we might be in trouble from them for this podcast as well. Mm. <laughs> we haven't said hello to Mr. H.O. Pertwee. Hello, hello, Pertwee. And the various menageries. And Terence, don't forget Terence. He's Queen, you know, he's Queen. And Shabon, the top of the female garden gnome. Right, Stratton and Bates, solicitors at law, continue. Firstly... Our client has deep concerns that one of your number flagrantly admits to fast-forwarding the credits of Doctor Who episodes. Oh, who could that be, Jean? This is clearly outrageous. As a penance, please review an interminable season seven seven-parter forthwith. We would demand the monster of Peladon, but you've already suffered that. We could do the curse of Peladon. Shh. <laughs> Secondly, and far more concerning, Mr. H. O. Pertwee is incensed Ooh. that you collectively managed to dismiss an entire season of his five-year tenure, mm. only bested by the fellow with the teeth and curls. Mm. Kindly commit to learning the following rhyme to set you right. One with Liz, three with Joe, yeah, the faith with Sarah, then I had to go <laughs> regards Stratton and Bates solicitors at law we're in the doo-doo yeah, yeah. I, I did say last podcast didn't Pertwee do five and there'd be else turned on me and said no he only did four seasons <laughs> he did do five I should have stuck to my guns <laughs> well, no, it's all, you're in the doo-doo with the rest of us but I wasn't going to fight it at the time I didn't matter that much <laughs> I wasn't here I'm safe it's okay. <laughs> if I'm watching them episodically I've watched the beginning and ends but if I'm watching them all in one go seven parts with the beginning and ends of every single episode gets very 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 long <laughs> and I start to hate the theme too <laughs> <by> the <end laughs> <of it. laughs> see what it is, is I want to get to the meat of the story I want to see yeah, yeah. see that, that that wonderful chap in all his glory and I can't wait you know there's those credits in between you don't want to do with the cabbage and the beetroot of the opening and closing yes. titles <laughs> I mean, even though they've got the sting with his magnificent face, his, ma- his beautiful face staring Jean, at me. Jean, you're overdoing it a bit. Oh, I'm sorry, OK. <laughs> Do we have any other feedback? That is it, I believe. Oh. oh, well. If you have any feedback... If you're lawyers, then we're closed. <laughs> Everyone else, please send your feedback to show... At... Staggering... Sorry. Dot... Net. Crumbly, take us out. And so, dear listeners, that brings us to the end of another podcast. Oh. Thank God. <laughs> but, we made it. But never fear, in the next one, there'll be more of the same. Oh, you God. poor so and so's. More fun, frivolity and jollity. More news and reviews. More who old and new. So, until that, D G- for. I was going to say D or G. I think D for Dusty Bin. <laughs> and Daleks. That's the same, really, aren't they? Dusty Bin and Daleks. They're very similar. Yeah. So until that denigrating, devastating, delicious, deviant, demonic, mm. <laughs> delinquent, <laughs> deviated, derogatory, <laughs> descends deliciously upon our decadent delightful. This is me, Crumby, saying, be seeing you. This is me, Stephen, saying, I'll be back. <laughs> Goodbye. Au revoir. Bye bye. Bye, Stitch. 
You have been listening to the Staggering Stories podcast, series one, number 321. Featuring Adam J. Purcell, Andy Simpkins, Gene Riddler, Keaton and Stephen Clare. The views expressed here are those of the speaker and don't necessarily represent those of the other speakers or of the site. No copyright infringement is intended and this is an El Presidente production for www.staggeringstories.net. Now, where's my tea? Karen got some stuffing. We've got uh, one yes, left. They still. have a cloud trapped in a yep. plastic bag in the bedroom. Uh, so if you need any stuffing... No, we were talking about Top Gun uh, Top Gun 2 the other day. Oh, okay. That looks so good. <laughs> Can't wait for that. <laughs> it's just the way you said that. It looks so good. <laughs> <laughs> 200% more homoerotic than the first one. <laughs> you can be my wingman any day. <laughs> you sit there in shorts exposing those legs and say that to me. I'm <laughs> 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 worried now. It's clear it's out there somewhere. <laughs> what are we, three, two, one? Dusty bin. Dusty one, bin. Two. Three, three, two, two one. one. Yeah. yeah, you always have yeah, to start with three, the back. Two, three, two, one. one. <laughs> yeah, that was it. And they're referencing a Dusty Bin, which I don't Three, two, one. Three, two, one. Three, two, one. Yeah. You don't even know who Dusty Bin is, <laughs> do you? <laughs> <laughs> you <laughs> before your time. Get out, <laughs> young whippersnapper. <laughs> <laughs> do people make me feel we'll old? We'll let you back in then. We'll let you back in. We'll let you back in. <laughs> Those riddles that Ted Rogers used to read out yeah, were so now, yeah. ambiguous and vague. <laughs> they could have meant anything. I mean, you take this bus and you go home with your packages. So mm. packages, packages could mean hotels. Or the, mm, or yes. the, no, you get a free bus road to Wigan. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> it's like Bullseye. Who remembers Bullseye? Oh yeah, don't start. Disney really could have won. In one, there's always a speedboat with something that lived and landlocked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Barnsley or you know, Wigan. You know. Yeah, yeah. And he always used to get what. Greasy wad of one pound notes out of his pocket and count them out. You know, oh, super smashing super. <laughs> right, here's one of them. Let's see if we can work this one out. Go on. I have wheels and a windscreen. You put petrol in me and I can take you on your holiday style. With, <laughs> with, with room for two in the front and two in the back Go with on. all your luggage. Mm. Yes, that's right. It's a bin. What drugs were these? Oh, yeah. A so that's a bin, yeah. It's a car. How could it not be a yeah. car? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's a bin. No, a it's wheelie a bin. bin. A wheelie bin. Car, a wheelie bin doesn't have a windscreen. I know. Yeah. <laughs> that, I and didn't... sort of seat two in the front and two in well, the back. To me, it must only have two wheels. It was, the whole, it was the whole point. Only one word was relevant to the actual prize. Yeah. <laughs> but you didn't know which word it was. Well, when we say these were obscure, they were obscure. <laughs> yeah. It's like an astrology forecast. It could mean <laughs> okay. absolutely anything. anything. Read into it. Yeah, I don't make programs like that anymore. Thank, Thank God. God. <laughs> I have wheels and a windscreen. You can put petrol in. I can take you on your on your holiday style with room in the front and back. All your luggage. So basically, it's a plane. It's not a car because cars have more. I'm I'm not going to ask you. Just but it really <laughs> two in the front, two in the back, some yeah, cars. Isn't yeah. it? It's not a plane. But it, a bloody it small plane. No. You... I'm I'm not going to. Uh, I lived through this decade and I still don't get it. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you just won the bin and that was it. Yeah, it was a booby prize. Yeah, I thought the was a booby prize, but mate, there's a booby. Dusty. Yeah, Sounds a bit like But where did Booby? I've just seen where Moomin is. Where oh, is Moomin? Where is Moomin? It looks like he's looking up Amy Pond's skirt. He probably is. Yeah. <laughs>
It is a car. It is yellow. It's a yellow car. It's a yellow car. It's a yellow car, yeah. Even I do. I'm down a bloody motorway. I hate doing that. <laughs> if ever I win the lottery, I'm going to buy myself a yellow Porsche with MJN Air down the side of it, and I'm going to get the cast to come and pose by it. <laughs> no, they still shout it's no, exterminate. No, no, no. The Daleks in Genesis and Planet of the Daleks are silent, yep. whereas the Daleks from... The new series, mm. whine when they move. I do. You have the electronic whine is when they oh, turn I see what you mean. <laughs> I'm sitting there thinking, no, I know they can shout, but I don't think they're whiny. <laughs> <laughs> well, they can be, you know. They definitely can be. <laughs> Especially if they can't get their way. <laughs> I don't know, you, Doctor. You just shot my arm off. <laughs> way up there for my Dalek stories. Not the top. It's interesting... I don't think that he was that great a writer. No. Terence, Terry Nation. Terry Nation, God, yeah. no, he wasn't. No. A lot of people say, he, well, not a lot of people, it has been said he's the best Doctor Who writer. But no. He's been a good ideas man. Yeah. But not necessarily a good writer. I don't think he's even the best writer of Dalek stories. Yeah. No. Even if you just include Classic Who. Ben Aronovich is clearly a better writer. Yeah. For one. Yeah. yeah. Uh, a couple of the David Whitakers, uh, Power and Evil. Yeah. But there we go. He made all the money. Yeah. <laughs> he copyrighted his own thing. Yeah. Although I do really wish some of the money would have ended up to the guy that created the imagery because it was the imagery of the Dalek. Ray Kusick, yeah. Ray Kusick, rather than anything. Because the description of them was nothing. Yeah. Yeah. It's a shame. Shall we do a film review? What film? Never-ending story. <laughs> <laughs> and what is wrong with the never-ending story? It never ends. It's still going. Oh, How Flash about Gordon. we talk about Dark Crystal? Yeah. With the new TV series coming they're, out. Yeah, they're doing a new TV series of Dark Crystal. There's a prequel series coming out end of the month. I like Dark... Oh, I like Dark Crystal. Never watched it. Yeah, the only bit I remember about those vulture-like creatures, one keeps going around going... Hmm. Mm. <laughs> yes. 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 The Doctor So we have to do a seven-parter from Pertwee, do we? Oh, bloody hell I'm already done <laughs> um, No, I won't be here So no. you don't have to do that yet Do it when I'm here We don't have to <laughs> <laughs> What do we do instead? Then? Which one is the one with the Alpha Centauri ambassador? Both, Both of them, yeah oh. <laughs> The giant willy I did love that I, yeah, I, I could almost hear Whilst I was watching The Empress of, of Mars when that voice come over, yeah. I could hear half a fandom of a certain age going, yes! And the other half a fandom going, what? what? <laughs>